Boost contains adult themes and language. Listener beware. Welcome to another episode of Boozed, where we get supernatural and shit-faced. Uh, I am here with a lovely special guest, Miss um, Tanya. Hello. Hi, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> she, was in the, she was in the middle of a sip. There you go. She's getting, in the, in the, in, getting into the spirit of things, quite literally. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. So nice to have you here. Would you like to tell everyone a little bit about your... A little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm Tanya. Uh, I own a salon called Celestial Naturals in Arlington. Uh, I, I specialize in textured and curly hair, um, coloring, cutting, all of those things, aspects as it relates to textured and curly hair. Um, and I love that. I've been doing that for going on 24 four years 25 years i gotta do some math it's been that long wow it's been a while yeah it's been a hot minute but oh, that um, means you have the, that. you have the expertise <laughs> that's all that means thank you thank you thank you <clears throat> excuse me um yeah i don't know what else man I don't <laughs> well you have you have a, a blooming a blossoming side uh side business coming up would you like to talk to me about that or that's still kind of a so, low key. It's, okay. um, it's a little bit of both. I got some stuff, you know, that's brewing that, that I'm not talking about just yet. Okay. But um, I am doing, um, gosh, I don't even know how to start custom luxury oil blends. Yeah. Um, as it relates to what your skin and hair need, depending on the time of the year. So I make a different blend every month. Um, I'm really excited about this month. It's going to be Luminous Haze or luminous glow i haven't decided yet but um if I'm, i want to encapsulate that smell of you being outdoors at like right before dusk at the end of the day so it's nice and warm and you got you know like the sunflowers and all the different smells in the air um okay. it, depending on where you live i mean if you're in the bronx you know that might not smell like <laughs> that um but you know it's what you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah, so, like a, a nice country, next a, a nice country summer evening, perhaps something in a, yes. a nice warm field. Yeah. Yes, yes, nice and warm, and and um, anyway, so uh, with some good stuff in there, it's gonna have a little bit of kiwi oil in it. It's gonna have some camellia seed and um, uh, avocado oil so it's going to be really really good for your scalp and skin after a bath it's gonna the fragrance is going to be enough for you to wear as a fragrance like it's, it's just going to do a little bit of everything awesome so that's what wow. I have going on cool cool and now if any of you listeners have ever seen pictures of me when my hair is out and curly and if you've ever admired that 
this is my hairstylist. This is the woman you need to come see if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I don't let any other person other than myself touch or do anything to my hair. Um, and awesome. sometimes, sometimes I do things to my hair and she has to tell me about it to my face and it's okay because she's always right. So. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know what you're getting into, what to expect, because you know it's important. Yes, it's absolutely. Really important. Uh, so, what are you the... know? What I do have one more thing to talk mm -hmm. about. Oh, please! I want to talk a little bit of shit about Goya. So, <laughs> I, I am Afro Latina, and I have been using. My family has been using Goya forever, and three generations. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as Goya's been out, we've been using this. And highly offended by this whole stance that Goya has taken. So that's another thing I did. I got I got in my little kitchen, which area, and I had already been running a, a little spice company, um, you know, for the last two, three years. So I added Sasson to the lineup, which is amazing. I added Adobo to the lineup, which, you know, if anybody knows Goya, you always get some Adobo and you shake it on everything. Ours actually tastes like something, not salt and chemicals and MSG. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm not trying to talk smack, but you know, I'm just saying. And then I have a dried sofrito, which um, y'all have to experience that. It's good on everything from eggs to popcorn to chicken, pork, rice, whatever. Um, but anyway, I love spices. I love herbs. I love oils. I love all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so check me out. You can definitely uh, follow me at Celestial Naturals and you'll definitely get, um, you know, the notifications of things and what's for sale and, and, and whatnot. I'm working on my little Shopify that's coming soon. Um, and we're also working on masks, really beautiful three layer reversible Ankara masks, because we know those are not going anywhere anytime soon. So mm. stay tuned for that as well. They're going to be really, really nice. Um, anyway. Sorry, no. shameless plug. No, that's amazing. That's what that's what this is for. Uh, this time for is for. That is so awesome. I'm so excited about the mask specifically because I've seen I saw the one you made for yourself and it's uh, it was amazing. It's beautiful. So and I know you a little bit, so I kind of know what kind of probably fabrics and styles you're gonna be coming oh, out with. Yeah. So I am we have thrilled. Several very yes, very yes, yes, yes. And also those spices, like all natural, no additives, no anti-caking, no chemical. no chemicals. Most of them are salt-free. The adobo has a little bit of salt just for balance. And then I have uh, one that's called onyx, and it's more of like a rub or, um, so it, it basically is an, a, a lovely blend of coffee, chocolate, salt, peppercorns, and garlic. And it okay. sounds crazy, but when mixed together in the right ratios and my own little here's and there's, it is amazing. And um, that one does have salt, but goes really, really well in chilies and moles, on chicken, on shrimp, um, and on ribeyes. So, you know, I, I'm just really into very, very fresh. I like to dehydrate as much of the spices and herbs that I can in order to have it just be like it was just picked, dried, and ground. So um, check it out. I think you'll like it. Awesome. Well, we'll be sure to uh, drop your social media link with our show notes and show description. And hopefully, you know, this makes a lovely gift for everyone, for yourself, for your home. You know, throw Goya out. Let's get in some natural support Afro-Latina business. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
Uh, so what are you uh, drinking this afternoon? What's in your cup? I am drinking a mix of cruising uh, blueberry rum. Blueberry, I'm sorry, blueberry lemonade rum. Okay. And and it's mixed in a sonic lemonade slushy that I'm just dipping on. Wow. Okay. Everyone's been into the sonic lately, and I feel like it's been so long since I've had a slush. I used to have like a regular order, and I can't even remember it anymore. It's been that long. But, you know, now every time I... Can, like mix anything. Yeah, yeah. It's been... I, gosh, I wish I could remember. It's like I had it, and I would go all the time. But now it's was now it it's like gone. the blue Hawaiian with the. No. I think it was like, I want to say it was just it was kind of basic, but I feel like it was either like a cherry or watermelon limeade, with like something else mixed in, and then I always told them like hold the lime rinds, like leave the lime rinds out because I just yeah, take up space. Yeah. yeah, it's just taking up space. And they're bitter after a while. Yeah. Right. So yeah, watermelon I mean, watermelon limeade. I didn't know you could even have that. Watermelon. Wow. I think so. Not check that out. I'm going to have to test that out. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, they have, I'm sure they have so many flavors now. It's been a minute since I've been to a Sonic, but well, awesome. And I just have, I, I have a, an East Hiders pineapple cider. So super basic today. I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go too hard. I wasn't feeling too well a couple of hours ago. So we're going to play it safe. I got to work evening. in the morning. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> I, I got people's hair to do now, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't mess you up too much. We'll get into the story then so you can can recover. <laughs> <laughs> so what will we be, uh, what is the story you've brought us today? I, I have brought a collection of stories of what I like to call lively inanimates. These are objects and dolls and different things that seem to have a life of their own. They seem to like move when they shouldn't and do things when they should just be sitting there looking cute. Great. I already hate it. Awesome. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm already making sure I was like, are any of, like I'm, I'm crocheting a doll right now. So I'm just going to be like staring him down the whole time while we're in here just to make oh, sure. Yeah. I have a mannequin uh, in my bedroom. Mannequin head. It's a male mannequin head with a beard and everything that I had from barbering class that we're using as the, the, the form for you know, to try out the masks on, and that mm. sucker is staring at me every day, every day. <laughs> just sitting there, just with his dead eyes, just staring. Just <laughs> and I think the beard makes it a little creepier, just somehow. Yeah, just... And, and you know, I only really did half of it, so he's looking crazy anyway. It's a very, very stalker anyway. and a bomber feel in your home. I have not seen him move yet. I haven't, oh. not yet. Okay. So. Hopefully, hopefully not in the future either. So. Okay. Yes. All right. What is up <laughs> first? <laughs> you got real comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to start with myself first. So when I was younger, I had an incident where um, a dog that my grandmother owned moved on me. And it kind of freaked me out because I wasn't really prepared. It was like, I look away and she's chilling. And I look towards her because it's almost like somebody's looking at you and you get pulled to look back, like who's looking at me, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's like, got her arms out at me to come hold her, you know? And of course that was, that was a, that was no, that was a no. <laughs> so I, I refused that. And my grandmother got upset. She wanted me to hold her. And 
I ended up leaving the room. We argued a little bit, but um, anyway, that was my personal first experience with something that needed to not move, but just it just did, you know, because there was nobody else in the house. We didn't move. Not, you know, like, so she's not battery operated. So, right. you know, that, that led me to, to, to uh, find a few more stories of where this has happened on, uh, on earth here. <laughs> okay. And like, grandma was just like, no, this is normal. This is fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's more to that that maybe we won't get into now, but you know, okay. it, it, yeah, it wasn't, and even to me, it wasn't odd. I just wasn't going to go pick her up and nuzzle or nothing. Like this wasn't, you know. <laughs> I just was like, no, I'm, no, 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 no. So I went to my room. Okay. <laughs> that is a smart decision. Smart decision. You know. So present day, I do have the doll in my living room right now. Um, my aunt was moving and I asked her, you know, what are you going to do with this doll? It's been sitting in this rocking chair for like decades. What are you doing with this doll? And she said, well, I'm just going to give it to some little girl somewhere. And I was like, oh, my God, no. So that's why uh, I have the doll. I'm okay. trying to figure out what to do with her, but I do have her. Um, so, you know, there's, there's that. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. she's, I, I assume, not done anything since or not that no, you've noticed? No, she's chilling. Okay. She's chilling. I think she's happy to not be in a garage. That would, that would make sense. You know, my my grandmother. My kids don't mind her. She's fine. Yeah, my mom decided to collect dolls and I've never been okay with that. So there's like, mm -hmm. and she doesn't have like a proper display for them. So you'll be sitting and you turn around and then there's just like a doll in a corner and you're like, ha, ah, I just, just why, why? And then my grandmother has a few as well. And there's one that's always in the bedroom I stay in. And she like has her little throne area on the bed in the center of the bed. And I always have to move her, but I always try to do it like respectfully because she's also like, creepy, porcelain, lifelike. And so I'm just like, okay, thank, thank you. We're going to turn you, you away. Ask her if you uh, move her. I, I just try I'm to be right. nice about it. I'm going to move you, okay? I'm just going to put you in this chair and then turn the chair away from me so you're not staring at me all night. Thanks. Okay, bye. And she's yeah. probably staring. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, you're going to love the last story then. That's, oh. that's awesome. Good setup. So I also had another even younger childhood experience with dolls and, and things like that. So um, I grew up with my aunt and she decided for me that I had a collection of clowns, that I was cultivating a collection of clowns. I never expressed that I enjoy <laughs> clowns nor have the desire to grow a collection of clowns. But she, nonetheless, every birthday, every Christmas, any time somebody was to give me a gift for quite a few years, it was clowns of Ugh. different colors and all sorts of shit. Anyway, and so they're all over my room and they're kind of like, some are up high, some are low, some are here, some are there. It was like ridiculous. And um, I remember when Child's Play came out, I might have been maybe 11, 12, 13, something like that. Like getting to the point where I'm like I'm done with this room, you know. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. and man, there's a lot of it was like 17 clowns all over my bedroom. Like <sighs> many, many. That's not an exaggeration. Many clowns. 
my uncle, uh, who was a few years older than me, he had a collection of boats. So he had an equal amount of different boats of different clipper ships and pirate ships and all these different ships going on. Um, so, you know, we just for several years had a, a, a thing, you know, bestowed upon us that we didn't ask for. But anyway. <laughs> but I feel like boats are very non-threatening where a clown collection seems like instantly ominous like no matter how innocent it may be like my my adult cousin her home she collected clowns and different like drama masks that were also painted as clowns and so you would walk into her home and you're just like inundated with all these clown figurines and it's it's a, a miracle that i don't have some sort of what is it triphobia i think it's the fear of clowns um is that really okay. yeah tri i think it's triphobia um oh no it's i think it's color Polar phobia because it's like colorful, and I always associate with so like oh, no, a mix of color and Poland phobia. Like that was some <laughs> it was, I didn't care for it, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I go and I see Child's Play with Chucky, you know, and it's a it's a, a story of this doll that is possessed by voodoo, and you know everybody knows the story of Chucky. So that night I get home and I'm laying in the middle of my bed, like just looking at all like all of these clowns like mm -hmm. everywhere clowns like and they're all just ah you know looking at me i didn't go to bed until like you know maybe four or five in the morning and the clowns came down the next day we changed the decor <laughs> i wasn't happy i knew fuck they could be in the garage whatever but um that was the end of the clowns but anyways chucky's gonna go come back to play in a little bit i am not alone you are not alone i'm sure you've seen stuff like what the hell that was not there i don't want to hear it um okay I'm just putting shit on you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I mean, but everybody's had some spooky that you're like, I really, I can't, I can't explain this. What, yes, yeah. Yeah, is this real life? Like, what is happening? I mean, I'm not even drunk right now, what's happening? So anyways, <clears throat> and I am kind of tipsy, but. <laughs> so the first one, uh, we're gonna go to Chihuahua, Mexico, is a bridal store called La Popular. And it is very famous. It actually still stands today. You can go to downtown Chihuahua and see La Popular. Now, the story goes, uh, Doña Pascuala, the, the owner of the shop, she was um, very popular with her wedding gown designs and her, her dresses and things like that. And her daughter was getting married. And so she went crazy making like just the most beautiful gown. This is her, this is, oh, it's her time to shine. It's her, her baby getting married, right? Right, right. So they're all excited. It's a big deal. Other shop people are like, let's see what this bitch finna do. Like, <laughs> so we know what to do next season, you know. So um, the day of the wedding though, her daughter, um, and I do not know her name. I cannot find her name. If somebody can find her name, feel free to tell us, but I, I, this half I don't have a name. It's Pascuala's daughter or gotcha. Pascualita, whatever it is. <laughs> so, that being said, <clears throat> the day of the wedding, she gets bit by a black widow spider and dies on her wedding day. Um, like, that's not cool at all. Um, and, you know, bless you where, wherever you are today. I hope you're resting in peace. And that sucks. That's some bullshit. Now, yeah. So clearly mom was upset, family was upset. They closed down the shop for a little bit or spent a few months of mourning. Mm -hmm. um, and when they reopened the shop, 
they had a new mannequin in the front window and the town people got really freaked out because the girl for one the mannequin looked real and when i say real <clears throat> excuse me when i say real like you could see the veins in her legs and in her her arms you could see the veins in her eyes and they were still kind of reddish and like the eyes look real and glassy and like like they're 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 looking at you yeah. um the fingernails were so fine that they looked like actual fingernails and you could see in her hands the veins mm -hmm. um so the whole town goes crazy they're like oh my god is this is this heaven's daughter in the window what the hell you know like it's that real you know and and <clears throat> so you know she had to actually get a notified written like sworn i this is this is what i'm in the law swearing that this is my daughter is resting in peace in her grave this is a mannequin we had commissioned but like you can see like the life in her skin you can see the, the veins and like she looks pliable she looks soft uh the nails is what did it for me and you can find pictures on la pascualita online the nails look real i've never seen mannequins or anything like that where the nails look fucking real not yeah. in no 1920 like what the <laughs> hell you know like 1930 something like that I was wondering like who this person was who made it to, I mean, like the way you're describing it is like, obviously a lot of artistry went into it, but I mean, is it something this person did like regularly, like death masks or something like? So I did a little research on that because I'm like, who the hell is, can we find this person's story? I don't know who this guy is. Cause like, he's got a garden somewhere full of something. Right. That we don't want to know about that we probably should though, you know? Anyway, so during that time, there was a fascination worldwide with both mannequin making and making them as realistic as possible mm. and embalming and preserving bodies and taxidermy and things like that. So, and they both were considered, <clears throat> excuse me, they both were considered artisans. It, mm -hmm. it was like everybody had their own, and, and for centuries prior to that, everybody had their own different mixtures and their pot of embalming fluids there was no regulation you don't know what these people were using um you know and there there have been mummies all over the world that you're like okay that has to look real still like you see the suppleness in her skin yeah. you know what i yeah. mean so we definitely know that especially with it being fresh that that could you know like you, you just don't know what's going on there right um so i don't know girl yeah, there's a there's a story there's a story about a man who like he fell in love with this village girl and he was much older than her and her family was kind of like oh okay but then she like wasn't interested at all and this man was like also pretending to be a doctor so I think she ended up with tuberculosis and he was like oh I can treat her just let me treat her blah 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 he did all these like experiments on her or whatever treatments quote unquote um, and she ends up dying unfortunately and you know had he was so in love with her like he asked the family if he could pay for all the funeral expenses and they were like well okay sure but no harm in that i guess so he builds her like this big tomb you know with this room it's all gorgeous ornate and he starts visiting it like daily and he's there every night every day you know people see him coming all the time 
And then I think like a, a, quite a bit of time goes by and I guess like a little village boy goes by his house and sees that he has a woman inside. And I don't remember all of the details, but kind of long Bro. story short, he had taken her body from the gravesite and had basically like embalmed her with like lace right. and like muslin and like all of these things, like giving her like a super realistic death mask, was like stuffing her body to make it like keep its shape right. and form. And it was just like the pictures of it are just like, ooh. <laughs> like, ooh okay. Yeah. So they basically had to like arrest this man and rebury, you know, it was this whole ordeal for this family. And yeah, people are crazy you know and this is now when they have laws and shit can you imagine when nobody's really checking on anything yeah yeah like, no and this was kind of like back in the day so you know this was like when i guess i guess the early 19th century or 1900s or something yeah. like that where it was you know he was able to pose and pretend to be a doctor like people don't do that that much these days but that mannequin though is still in the window and people still say it still looks real like uh, you can you can see where they've obviously had to patch her up a little bit, but why if it's a mannequin or you haven't really patched things, you know what I mean? Like it just makes yeah. you wonder. There was also a rather juicy story about this uh French magician that became enamored with her in the window one day and he would break in at night and they would dance and talk and love and sing oh. and that went on for a few months like that was the thing um who, who knows what else is going on there but you know um, i just like yeah. I, men why what what's happening with men i don't like you don't i mean i'm sure there are females who can do these types of oh, yeah. behaviors but you just We're don't not hear do about that. it. We'll wear a diaper and drive across <laughs> country to whip somebody's ass. But we're not going to, I don't know about a whole cadaver though. Yeah, that just like, seems like a lot of, I feel like that's very unique to a, a male mindset of this whole doll, like having maybe. your own doll, you know, for a woman. I mean, they do have those really, really, really expensive, realistic, computerized sex dolls that yes. people are like no this is my wife they're like oh, oh okay. okay i think they made a movie about it didn't they about this guy and his doll well i know there's one that i really like it's one of my favorite movies um crap it's lars and the real girl yeah it has that one. Yeah, it has is that um is that right not ryan gosling who is that i, I forget i know I for ryan gosling <laughs> that would be, that i forget would be what i forget what actor it is but um yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. But yeah, this guy orders, he he's, has kind of like dissociative disorder and he ends up thinking like this, the sex doll is a real woman and the whole town basically starts playing along with it. It's a really sweet movie in the end. It sounds really creepy, but like it's nothing lewd or lascivious, but that's probably the most innocent version of this kind of story that you're ever going to find is that movie. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if they're willing to spend like $12,000 on a doll, I'm just assuming with all of the features and whistles. I mean, toilets get up to be that expensive in certain countries. So I yeah, can't even imagine. Point, you're, you're gonna wanna take care of it. It's not, it is it is uh, Ryan Gosling. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's Ryan Gosling. That's hilarious. It's such a good movie. I like own it. I love uh -huh. it. It's one of my favorites. So people have a weird obsession with dolls. They really, mm -hmm. really, really do. Mm -hmm. All right. So the last story i want to talk about is um right here in the united states it's in key west florida um now a little bit of history about key west key west is a known 
like beacon or known um, vortex of supernatural power. There's the reason for that. It uh, The original name of Key West was Calla Hueso, which means Bone Island. And it was an Indian burial ground for centuries. Like that's where mm. they would bury their dead. That's where they would exonerate their ancestors and things like that. So because of that, it, it definitely has a lot of spiritual power. So um, not a city to be doing <laughs> to be doing stuff like this in. But anyway, <laughs> so back in the day in um, in the 1900s, early 1900s, Gene Otto, Eugene uh, Robert Otto. Uh, was born to the Otto family. Now, um, they were uh, they were a slaver family, and they had had to, you know, so they're very wealthy, and they purchased this house in a prominent area in Key West. Um, now, the the mistress, I'm sorry, the mother, the 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 wife, the, the Otto wife. I forgot her name. <laughs> oh my God. This is Otto's oh, The original wife, she was a heifer. I don't even have her name, but she was a <laughs> and Doesn't she matter. was known. She was known to abuse her servants, who of course were black, um, most of them Caribbean black, things of that nature. Now, one evening she discovers what she feels is witchcraft or voodoo, which may have been, hey, you know, you're in Key West. Yeah, I'm not gonna say if it was or wasn't. I mean, yeah. So, anyways. She fires them, and one of the girls feels especially a way about it. She is just like, this heifer here, fuck this bitch, you know? So she makes this doll, and she does. I mean, she's just like, how dare you? You know, I'm the finest servant. You can, like, what the fuck, you know? Um, so she possesses this doll with a demon or a spirit, a mouse spirit, you know, um, uh, just some bad juju up in the doll, right? And she presents, unbeknownst to uh, Ma Otter, okay? I don't know her damn name. Um, At this point, she doesn't Heffa know her Otter. Heffa Otter. Okay. There you go. So she presents the doll to Eugene, the little four-year-old. He loves the doll. He's smitten with the doll immediately. They are, like, joined at the hip. Like, they are, like, joined twins, like... He has a spot, the doll has a spot at the dinner table with actual food on the freaking plate. That's how wealthy they were back in the 1900s. Mm -hmm. That's serious. That's like, that's, that's, that's just, that's not that play food. That's like food, <laughs> food, like actual food, you know? And so everywhere Robert goes, this doll goes. At night, behind closed doors in Robert's bedroom, the family is hearing like what appears to be arguing um, and very stern back and forth uh, a conversation. But the thing is, the voices they hear, one is Eugene and the other is of some very agitated male. And Eugene at this time is like four or five. He's, you know, even if a, a four or five-year-old is like, I'm a big man, you know, it has like a, a certain timber to it. This sounded right. like an actual man, like a separate voice, like screaming and yelling and 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 Eugene pleading sometimes and then you'll hear things hit the wall and break there was one night where it was especially just like I, it was like it was like a scene from what's love got to do with it in there like that's all you could hear is like shit hitting the wall and but I like, I'm trying to help and, and like Eat the cake it, it, it was really fucked up 
So they open the door and they see young Eugene Otto in the corner cowering and shivering and doing exactly mm-hmm. what a young child who, who had been abused would be doing. I don't mean to laugh. That was an immature yeah, yeah. laugh because I don't no. know how to process it. Okay. Please right. don't judge me. Anyway. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I was like, damn, she was laughing because he was this this person. Anyways, so they see Eugene in the corner. He's freaked out. And they see Robert, the doll. He had given Robert Robert's name, which is Eugene's middle name, because they were inseparable. Mm. And um, whenever stuff would come up missing and broken, he would say, Robert did it. Robert did it. You know, and so instead of him actually his name was Robert Eugene Otto not Eugene Robert and so gotcha. he decided to go by Eugene I'm sorry the liquor we're gonna let the liquor tell it take a sip it'll be fine <laughs> you're following the instructions I gave you so thank you we appreciate it <laughs> okay so they walk in Eugene's in the corner crying freaking out Robert's on the edge of the bed, that corner that faces the corner, sitting there like he's like, now what else you finna do? Like, say something again, you know? And just sitting there staring at Eugene, just ominous, like, and so they decided that perhaps there was something because furniture had been to place. Shit was upside down and broken, and he's four. Like, yeah. how? You know, like... I've seen some strong four-year-olds, but this was whole ass furniture made out of real wood. Right, right. Not your your Ikea bed set these days. Yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't particle board mixed with hope. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So they decide that they're going to put Robert in this box, this long coffin looking ass box in their attic. And that's where Robert was going to stay. So Gene grows up. He ends up going to Paris where he finds his lovely wife. I believe her name is Anne. Um, And during that time, uh, Jean's father died. And then shortly thereafter, Jean's mother, very shortly, like within a couple of years, Jean's mother died. But there were constantly things getting thrown around and shit happening around that house to where the Key West, other, the other, um, you know, people, we're just like, uh, no, you don't walk on that side of the, the sidewalk. That's not. Oh, wow. Oh, hell no. That's that. There's something, something's afoot. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Um, okay. So, so the autos die. They, they don't kick the buckets, both of them. And Jean inherits the house and he has this new bride. Her name is Anne. She's beautiful and French. And oh my God. <laughs> so they come back because it's a whole motherfucking house, you know? Right. What I'm right. Nice big ass house too. So they move in. And as he's looking over the house and getting everything situated, he discovers Robert in the box and he takes Robert out the box Mm-mm. and the love affair begins again. Mm. So now all of a sudden Robert's out the box. He's back at the dinner table with actual food on his motherfucking plate. And his wife is like, um, we're not going to talk about this creepy ass doll. Like, why is this doll here? And then shit's starting to happen to her. And then like, no ma'am. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, Eugene's demeanor changes, and he goes from like he's calm and logical to like a bipolar situation and whooping her ass and breaking shit. And every time he's blaming it on Robert, he's blaming it on Robert, and like, this goes on and on and on. 
Like I know divorce was taboo and like really difficult and women didn't have any agency really back then. But at what point are you just like, why am I cooking food or why are our servants giving this whole doll a whole ass plate? Um, and you're blaming a doll for your actions. Like at what point do you just say, no, sir, I'm sorry. I'm a, I agree. I'm gonna leave you here I with this doll. Have many choices back in the what the twenties, the, the yeah, 15s, yeah. The, and you're you're not from the country. Know. You don't probably speak the language very well. I don't. You know. probably don't it's have just... a base here at all. Yeah. Ugh. You know, so she probably felt as many wives felt just trapped in situations they couldn't get out. Some mm -hmm. still do. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, that went on for a while until Otto died. I'm not Otto, I'm sorry, until Eugene Otto died, right? So after that, the doll goes back in the box in the attic. That doll would have gone in the trash. Girl, no. <laughs> that doll would have gone. Straight. In, in, putting him in the trash. I'm so putting him in the grave. I'm putting him in the grave with Eugene. Like, let's bury y'all together. Y'all were that close. How about y'all go together? How about that? I, now that I can get behind, but you still gonna have to chant some shit and light some candles <laughs> That's not easy. That's going to take some preparation. Right. But, um, <laughs> but so she puts the doll in the attic. She then writes out in the, she's going to sell this house because she's like, I'm fucking sick of this house. Mm. Like, get me the fuck out of here. So in the deed of the house, she writes in that the doll has to stay in the attic. Right. Yep. No, thank you. And she sells the house. And then, like, within the year of selling the house, she dies. So we're going to leave that one alone, too. But he's probably like, bitch, I tell you to <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. I wasn't there. But so oh, a new you. family moves in. And let's see. I don't have the name of the family. But um, they have a 10-year-old girl, little girl. Now, she's exploring the house, as people do when they move into houses, and she discovers the doll in the attic. She is immediately in love with Robert, and she takes him down, and she, she becomes obsessed with him and goes everywhere. And um, the problem is Robert either doesn't fuck with bitches or <laughs> because he did not like her. And oh. so from like day two or three, she's having like welts and marks on her and they're hearing weird voices and things getting upset and tossed about and her crying and pleading oh, at times. And this goes on for a while until there's a really bad night where the parents are like, okay, maybe there's something too. She keeps saying, it's this doll, it's this doll, Robert, it's this doll. Yeah. Okay, so they decide we are going to donate the doll to the Martello Gallery Fort. Uh, the Martello Fort Gallery, whatever. You, it's, it's real. It exists in, in QS right now. <laughs> that is where Robert sits. Now, the house is still open. I believe it's a bed and breakfast. You're welcome to go stay in it, mm. including most likely the attic, I would assume. That would be their moneymaker, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me know how that goes. Don't bring <laughs> nothing back with you. But Robert is I don't think, I don't think any of us are going to... I don't think any of us are going to Florida go. anytime soon, just in general. I'll go if I come out with a million dollars the next day. If we're doing something like that, I'll mm -hmm. risk it. Mm -hmm. but like, sure. other than that, y'all can, can bite donkeys as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's not going to happen. 
I'm just waste my damn time when I can be eating conch and and getting drunk on the beach like stuff you know. like you know anywho so the doll sits there and the uh the museum is it the curator the the who is it in the museum the the, the half of the head bitch in charge um not that she's a bitch she seemed quite lovely but <laughs> the head uh, honcho in charge um has has been saying that like a lot of the employees have been saying like he's not where he's supposed to be sometimes we've seen him out of the box in the box because he's in like this glass case yeah and like they'll hear shit or shit will be misplaced in other exhibits like you know he'll take the hat from this one thing and put it, it you know and it's just real creepy moving around mm. that shit like the doll is moving some people have even seen like they'll look they'll stare at him through the glass and they'll see his eyes focus on them and like fear comes over them okay so now well, thank you. even still it is not a joke to some people so he does not always like having pictures taken things like that mm. so there it is very known that when you and it's written there please ask robert for his permission to videotape or to take his photo yeah and people think it's a joke you know so they'll just be like whatever ha ha that and they'll they'll basically be sitting there mocking him and, and taking this video and stuff and what happens is like a number of people have left there and gotten into fatal car accidents or have had some horrible horrible accident within just a few days of having been to see Robert. Oh. It's so bad that um, just like when you take like lava rocks and different different um, emblems and stuff, I don't know, I saw it in a Brady Bunch show a while back, <laughs> but um, you know, in Hawaii, when you take stuff yeah. and people like send it back, oh shit, they're cursed. It's the same with Robert. So they have actually on the wall behind his thing, all these letters of people like, please take the curse off of me. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. Like, it's, n it's not a joke. And the doll is creepy. Like, he, he looks like a really large, he sits three feet tall. Ooh. So that's a good sized, that's a, that's child. a good sized toddler uh, chair, rocking chair that he's in. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. why is it always rocking chairs? Why are you giving it like the inertia and momentum? <laughs> like, how dare you? Like, staple that shit to the ground. What the fuck? Anyway, I feel like rock rocking chairs are like a tool of the devil. Like, there's just there's there's always a rocking chair somewhere. Just it's no good unless you're like an old person on a porch. I think that they're used a lot because of the way that they're shaped when a ghost or a spirit or an angel or a demon or whatever is trying to materialize in this corporal form or or have enough energy to move things in this you know form mm. like a rocking chair is easier to move than say a heavy ass wooden chair even though i've seen it too it happens right but right. i just think it's, it's an easier sign that there's there's there's, there's a presence. metaphysical shit going on in the background you know what i mean so yeah. I, all the dolls i know that have creeped me out that sit sit in a rocking chair sticking it so, yeah um, i feel like just every kind of like older scary or creepy movie that you kind of think of there's like that creak that comes with like the wooden rocking chairs so where it's just like yeah that's it's just a really 
it's a really creepy instrument of you know the spirits Very to funny. use so but so like but Very a three funny. a three foot doll that's like a my buddy my kid sister from the 80s type of yeah. that's huge in fact that's that's what i was mentioning earlier so the movie chucky is based not loosely on the story of robert the doll who was also brought about by voodoo curse that mm. plagued families and killed and, and so yes chucky is absolutely based on the story of robert the doll okay i did not know that connection i never saw chucky yeah. i i that's still one of the ones where there's certain horror movies from my childhood that I will not go back and try, even as someone who now can watch them without having months of nightmares. Um, but Chucky is not one of them because it's like Chucky and that one vignette from uh, Tales from the Hood with all I the little, just thinking about it, <laughs> it gives me the willies. I don't know. So I don't fuck with don't those. When you die, that's that's what that says in life. Just have a good heart and leave leave with love, and you'll be all right. It's not yeah. the motherfuckers. They're the ones that should be scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm that's too cool. afraid to even watch other people get tortured by those types of things. I'm like, no thanks. I don't. I don't like gore. I don't like just, I don't need to see your entrails. Mm. I don't need to see you dragged for 85 miles and shit. I don't Same. need bone chips and, and the knife going in your eyeball. Um, I like stuff like this. I like the religious, real creepy, you know, stigmata stuff, you know, all that exorcism-ish, you know, that, that stuff I, I like. Um, I love fantasy. But I don't need to see the whole torso of the unicorn ripped apart. You feel me? Like that's right, crazy. right. <laughs> you know, I barely handled the horse in the in the quicksand for the never ending story. I cried. Oh, our tax, our tax. Is that what it is? I don't I, know, but he's like, come on. Um, we've not. None of us have recovered from that scene in that movie. That's for sure. No, absolutely not. I forgot what the rest of the damn movie was about. <laughs> Yeah, hold my hand. Shit. It's like the only scene but, that truly sticks with any of us. <laughs> you came out of that movie a different child. Yeah. Like you honestly, and then they had the nerve to show that shit on school, at school on <laughs> rainy day and shit. And you're like, you're excited because you saw the whole AV thing come in. Right. The TV on the cart. You're just... like, this is worse than old Yeller. Like, what the fuck? Like, we're now all sad going to math class. I don't, it's not. <laughs> Now I have to go home and tell my mama that I saw a horse drown and snake the devil. I feel complete. Did not. Did but not anyway, do that. that's a good point. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, so I, I just don't understand that lady writing it into the deed of the house. And also, like I know, home buying is a long, arduous process. I know there's a ton of paperwork, but I mean, did no one read that and be like, but why? Like, why am I forced to allow a doll stay in my was, May I don't know. I don't know. Who knows how it was written? It could have been like anything found in the attic box must remain in the attic box <sighs> or some shit. I, who knows? Maybe they're just like, oh, I got a house and signed. I, so was there, is there any, so Robert sits at this museum to this day. Still to this day, visit you can go. You can go visit him at night when he's supposed to be uh, really act uh, like active and stuff. Even I saw a really neat little uh, YouTube thing on it. Yeah, and he's still pretty damn creepy. I don't. Have you ever looked up a picture of him? I have. Like it's I literally have. Robert it's, the doll. 
it's hard to like it's hard to get a like a real concept like a an idea of his size until you hear that he's three feet or you read that he's three feet tall because he looks very it's like he's like in his little sailor outfit and it's like a white canvas like cloth doll it's just like you know packed you know and so it doesn't like it definitely has like a creepy kind of like Annabelle where like Annabelle's it's like a higher level yeah. Annabelle doll because Annabelle's just like a raggedy yeah. Ann doll but Robert right. definitely looks a little more human-esque human-like it's like yeah like a sock monkey slash human little yeah. boy and he has a little suit on he's a cute little thing um but I don't know if I need a three-foot doll I might have no. that's I know they sell, shot. like, I know people sell replicas of it. I was like, why would I ever? I don't want that. I don't. No, thanks. That's, I'm not even going to give a chance for part of the Horcrux or whatever. No. I don't know how <laughs> things work. Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I have one creepy doll in my house. I don't need another. More so. than enough. More. We're fine. The balance is, is great. Um, but yeah, so people out there just doing crazy, crazy shit. Like, I don't understand people that decide, they wake up and they're like, you know what, I'm going to do some witchcraft. Just like they decided instead of a mocha to get a macchiato. Like, it was <laughs> like, like, I'm going to, you I'm know, something. Yeah. So I heard this story, this happened just like maybe a couple of months ago or a month ago, where this college student decided that she was going to summon Papa Legba. Mm -mm. And for those who don't know who Papa Legba is, he is a Loa or an Orisha. And um, specifically, Papa Legba is uh, voodoo. I think it's, it's New Orleans voodoo and um, Haitian voodoo. Okay. But anywho... He is basically a manifestation of Eshu Elegbara, which is the road opener. So in many of the religions that have that pantheon that they use, they believe that he is who you pray to first in order to appeal to the other Orishas or Loas, in order to have them help bless you, you know, or in some cases do your bidding, but I don't recommend that. Now, this is what this Hefa tried to do. And she, you know, is a nice, you know, suburban, blonde, lovely girl. Mm. And this is specifically an African spirituality. This is a religion. Um, right. And so she summons, and she has on her Facebook, I'm going to summon Papa Legba, all this stuff. I'm so excited, Papa Legba, blah, 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 right? Her friends are like, why? Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> What, but but why? Like <laughs> summon like you know Morgana or don't rock up a leg bug, you know, like that's not for you. Right. And she's like, I don't care, I'm finna do it. You ain't tell me what to do, catch me outside, you know. So she summons <laughs> him. She summons him. And supposedly what happens is she asks for what she wants from him and he says okay great this is what i need you to do and she's like oh no 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 that's that's not what i'm gonna do though that's not mm. what i'm doing and she doesn't do her end of the bargain and three days later is found dead in her bathtub this is real i didn't make this up y'all can fact check me all you want look it up 
Wow. Why is my question. If you don't already mm. have a connect, like, that's not something people do. No. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to wake up one day and, you, and be like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to summon Cthulhu. That's, that's <laughs> what the fuck. You know, or whatever. You know, right, like, right. I, you don't have to be that. Just some, like, some, not... some religious deity that I have no connection Nobody or knowledge. knowledge or, yeah. Yeah. That might actually still be mad at those people that, you know, were, were your, of your ancestral mm. school, maybe. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that's what it was. I'm not saying because you get called to different things, ir- like not respective of race. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this wasn't that. Yeah. In this case, she summoned in order for him to do her bidding, and it's a contractual thing. You don't just be like, you know what, you're going to make me, I'm going to be the most richest and famous actress. He's going to be like, all right, my turn. I'm going to need this, that, this, this, that, Right. and then I need you to roast this, though. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I've never, I haven't had this conversation. <laughs> I'm assuming that's kind of how it goes. Right. Um, well, every, every like, right. Every pop culture, which I know isn't the best basis of facts, but like the pop culture belief is basically what you, you've described. Cause I think right. the last part, the last thing I watched that had Papa Legba on it was um, American Horror Story. And right. it was like, Hey, we want this thing. He's like, all right, here's what I want. And they were like, no. And he was like, my list. Like, I need okay, the heart well. of the albino gecko, but I want it smoked with white sage and bay leaf. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's not going to be a simple, like, I'm going to take a Big Mac and you're undying. <laughs> like, that's not... You're not going to be anyway, able to Amazon. Right. So she, ring, she reneged. She, she decided... Oh, that's oh, that's too rich. But he had already done what she had, you know, mm. like, you know, that's not how this works. She mm. ends up dead. Like, and people and and people are like, oh my god, she's dead. You know, like you can find the the uh Facebook back and forth where she's like, he came, but I'm not doing this and I'm dead. Like, <laughs> from, like wow. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. There maybe there maybe something else happened there, but I thought that was rather fascinating, and I just don't understand people sometimes <laughs> is the point of that. Just a little extra. People, most, <laughs> most times people, even the most well-intentioned people are idiots. That's just the long and short of it. Just, you know, I don't, like, I know I like to, like, I'm learning and dabbling in tarot, but I'm not trying to, like, summon anything. I'm not trying to, like, no. Mine is like, I'm trying to learn about this thing and the symbolism and the spirituality behind it and the meanings behind it. But I'm not out here also like conjuring and like trying to mix spells for shit I have no understanding of. Like, that's just not. Yeah, I know. Like, I just wouldn't be like, one, I, I mean, personally, I have enough humility to, I feel like mm-hmm. if I even tried it, I would just feel stupid in the process of trying it. Like, that's just. Right. Like, I'm not even going to attempt this thing because I just feel dumb even trying to attempt it because I know I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. So. I mean, if it, it, I'm not, I can see if, if you studied that or you've been initiated into that right. or you grew up with that or, or, or any of that. But to go from I moved out of my parents' house, I'm in college now with my roommates, and I'm into witchcraft. I'm witchy, you know, Abigail or whatever. Mm. 
and I don't know what her name is, but um, and so I'm just gonna start just dibbling and dabbling all over the earth in different, right. you know, I'm just gonna talk to whoever will listen. It's like you zero know? to 60, like you're not even. Right, not, you're not concerned that, that you might offend something or someone or something, or I don't even know. Mm. I, I don't understand people. I, I'm not, I don't want dolls that look real. I don't want furry <laughs> creatures that I buy from the back of like import stores. Um, you know, I don't even know what type of store that was, the gremlins came from, but um, <laughs> acupuncture herb store or something, why, why something, I'm, I'm not doing it is the point I'm making. And right. 2020 was not the year to be mm-hmm. opening cans of worms. Like they, I just saw something and I haven't fact checked it, but the, the, they're talking about, they discovered this whole extra abyss under the seafloor and part of the ocean. And they are trying to explore it, but every time they send a camera, something eats it. Oh, okay. Can you please know that that's where Godzilla is just chilling? That's his <laughs> living room. And like, please, like. Maybe, maybe not piss him off. Maybe just. Maybe not. Maybe we don't need that to end 2020. Or maybe I mean, we I, do. Should some some things just it. should remain a mystery. Like, I feel like, you know. Unless we're like really sure the cure for cancer is down at the bottom of the ocean, maybe just don't bother anything else that's down there. Just figure something else out. Like the size of an anglerfish though, like even those bitches. Yeah, those are, and they're terrifying. Like like why, if those are that big, do you want to go further though? Yeah. I just feel like it's one of those video games where you start off as a cell and you're eating things and then things you're eating it and you see what I'm saying? Like, where yeah. I don't want the bigger thing to eat us. I don't. Just don't. Well, uh, is there any more to Robert's story, or was that? Um, no, he's just a, a he's just a fucking up doll. He likes to mess things up. Like he likes to beat and bitch slap people. Um, that's about it. Okay. It was. I don't know. <laughs> Key West is pretty cool. They're known for their seafood, <laughs> conch fritters especially. Um, it was one of the places very early on that, uh, gay culture took a hold of. So they had, mm. uh, really good festivals there, um, okay. before COVID, hopefully some of this stuff lasts. Um, and it's a known haven for art. Like if you're really into high-end art, they have some really amazing galleries. Um, mm. I, I want to go just cause it just looks gorgeous and I love seafood. What is kind of your belief of the the paranormal, the supernatural? Do you have like a, a favorite kind of experience? Like, like, is there something that super, super intrigues you about the supernatural other than like, you know, what you gave us today? Or, you know, what is your general belief about what the unexplained is? That's like five questions. Um, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I have some beliefs that are a little off-centered or whatever. I, I personally believe that energy is energy. So um, essentially like where there is energy, there will always be energy. It just will change forms. So that being said, I have a very close tie to my ancestral energy and power. I, okay. I definitely pray to my ancestors, both known and unknown. Um, and to me, that helps me to feel connected to this earth, to this world. Um, also some of the messages you get, if you're open to it or just kick ass and you can really honestly 
take better steps, make better decisions, see things mm. a little bit more clearly than you would have had you just been this lone babe in the woods. It's kind of like you've got a gang of 300 behind you. You know what I mean? So for me, that's really cool. Um, Religion-wise, I personally believe we all study the same shit. It is the same period. You can't tell me, you can tell somebody else, I don't know who that person is, but you cannot <laughs> tell me that our all-loving, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present, all-everything God that is supposed to be your father that loves you mm. would make half this world because they don't speak English living in sin. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um, so personally, my main religious rule is don't be a dick, period. That covers every commandment, that covers every fucking rule in every religion. Just don't be a dick, man. Just, just do unto others. Don't be a dick. Don't yes. covet his wife and kill him. Don't, <laughs> you know, steal from the baby's mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just don't be a dick, you Absolutely. know? Like, so that's I love that. Religion. <laughs> Probably. I lost friends the first time I said that. They were like, oh my God. I'm like, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I, I know I have, I have literally said the words like, in the end, just like, don't be a dick. I don't know if it made it into the episode because we were talking about religion in a different episode. So I don't know if it made it into the religion uh, the episode or not, but I, that, those were the exact words out of my mouth. Just like, just don't be a dick. Yeah. Just be nice. Just don't, just be, don't a be a dick, dick. about it. <laughs> Like not that hard. Right. Care about your fellow man a little bit. It's not gonna hurt you. It you comes know? back, you know. Absolutely. Like I think, especially with the bullshit we've been going through lately, both with COVID and this social uprising that has uh, long overdue. Mm -hmm. um, and I am continually praying and voting and donating and doing all that I can. I'm not a boots on the ground person, but I sure can help support y'all. You know, and I'm not saying that right, you right. either. Don't claim it. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. Whatever. But but I, I just think it's time that we we take a look at ourselves and some of that that shadow work that you do to kind of work out your kinks is really necessary right the fuck now. Mm. So for me, um, I'm not gonna lie, that first month in in quarantine, I was depressed as all get out as I've ever been in my whole life. I didn't know where my next pay was coming. And for me, that's not a thing that I'm used to, not not recently anyway. Mm. Um, and it caused me to A, pivot and fix the situation. And that's why I now have seasonings and oils. And um, you'll see a lot more coming. Prayer intention, prayer candles to help you. Different uh, specific sage bundles to clear negative energy or to promote, you know, the, the spiritual veil thinning if you are trying to con contact somebody. Or do you get what I mean? Like the, yeah, the yeah. tools that you need to achieve the work on mm. yourself because that's where everything comes from. So I think it's time for us to really, really look at ourselves, look at what, what we provide within the community. Where, mm. where is it? What is my role within the tribe? Like, what is it that I have to offer? Because the way things are looking, I think we're going to be stuck in our house for a little bit. I don't see this clearing up. I know my, my kids ain't going. They can come find us. I know that. <laughs> but, and by the time they do, they'll have wave one and two of freaking, you know, so right. I, I'm not tripping. Um, but I think knowing that 
you have grown uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, knowing that you're in tune and you're hearing those messages because they're there all day, every day. They're there. You're, you know, where did this smell come from? And it reminds me of exactly that one dish my grandmother made, but ain't nobody moved in the motherfucking house. How do you explain that? You cannot tell me that's never happened. You can't tell me that um, on the day of something important, some ladybug or or mm. butterfly or a specific song that you and granny used to sing back in the day comes on just right at that time that just yeah. calms your spirit. So they're there. That energy is there and they're there for you. They're there with a vested interest for you to achieve and to sometimes fix generational curses. Mm. So be open to it. You know, you keep waking up between three and five every night. There's a reason mm. for that. There's an mm. absolute reason for that. Make a cup of hibiscus and dandelion root tea and leave it out. They'll come visit you. That They will. Try it. Let me know. I don't know. But that's awesome. what I believe. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I just, whew, I got chills. That's awesome. No, I love that you mentioned ladybugs because I, I love ladybugs. I love them for a long time. They're one of the few insects that I let crawl on my body. And I'm, every time yeah. I find one, I pick it up and I make sure it gets outside safely. And especially when the, the whole shelter in place pandemic started, I like personally, I've been like, uh, you know, assessing some changes, some big changes coming up for the next year. And those oh, first couple of months, I kept finding ladybugs in my house. Mm-hmm. And it was just like this like weird little sign. Like I found something like in a package of grapes that I bought from the grocery store. Yeah. And the grapes had been so sitting in my fridge. I forgot about some grapes and that was left out in offering. And that, that those ladybugs are a symbol, their their message from your your loved ones, your ancestors, letting you know that you're gonna be okay. Like, yeah. yes, this sucks, but we will get through it. You <laughs> we'll know get what I mean? It. So Yeah, I love I, it. I, I just I just think people need to expand their mind. You know, um Absolutely. a lot of times you're going through a spiritual awakening and you're having real symptoms, like real physical symptoms that are manifesting headaches in Mm. certain places you're having stomach issues you're having and all the time that is just your body getting used to to sensing these these messages these this energy that that you have been blocking you know and i believe it's something we all have we are we're made of energy you know so anyway i I ain't trying to get all kumbaya and shit because i'm really not but but i am in some ways and yeah it's like i'm spiritual but i fight you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what is it like i'm saved but you can catch these hands like kind of messages right like mm, right day right time it might be time for you to learn something that's all I'm saying. hey you know. you know you know well awesome well thank you so so much for joining us um for those like for the listeners this is like our eighth attempt almost at doing this we had some technical difficulties the first time. Yeah, like, if I got to tell this story one more damn time, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to make up some shit. And then he went to the moon and flew clo- too close to the sun. And what happened? Oh, wait, that's another story. Oh, whoops. Later. <laughs> Later. That's another story. So thank you, Tanya, for being patient with me and with us. And thank you so much for bringing these wonderful stories and, and sharing your thoughts and ideas with us all. Um, for the people, 
Um, I'm sorry, first, is there anything else you would like to add about anything or say or wrap up with or? Not really. Um, be be good to people like Ted, Bill and Ted, I guess. I don't know. Like be excellent to one don't another. Don't be a dick, y'all. Don't just be a dick. Wear the fucking mask, okay? Ooh, wear yeah. it before well, you, you know, get in the building. On on that note, you'll have some bomb ass mask on sale for soon. Okay. So we'll we'll hit coming. you up. So once okay. again, let where where can people find you on the social media if you would like them to find you? On Instagram, it is Celeste underscore steel underscore naturals. Um, I have a spiritual group that I just started called uh, Circle of Ashe. So it's at Circle of ASE. Um, and we just get in there and we talk about spiritual and metaphysical things without judgment, without somebody, you know, because you can be spiritual and still follow Jesus Christ. You can be spiritual and still be Wiccan. You can be mm. spiritual. Just be. And, mm. you know, so I created a page so that um, we can talk and hopefully eventually have little Zooms and things like that. Um, maybe we'll get together and hex the president. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but that's always on the table. Uh, let me let me find just the, the right the right thing. But anyways, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, so on Facebook, it's Celestial Naturals or Circle of Ashe. That's pretty much it. You want to book with me? It's bigarrow.com forward slash celestial naturals. I'm booked out three weeks, but I'd love to see you. Um, do not call me, text me, please. I do not like phone calls ever. Um, ask yourself, is it textable? And it Any always problem? is almost. Yeah. It always is. Um, so don't be that client, please. But anyway, <laughs> that's it. I would love to hear from you all. Awesome. Well, thank you again so, so much for joining us. And thank you all listeners for your support and your continued listening. Be sure to share this episode with a friend, someone who's not listened before. Uh, if you're able, follow us on social media as all of that will be in the tag at the end. Uh, everyone take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boozed. Our theme was composed by Vincent Parrish. Sound production is done by Sydney Johnson. You can find us on social media at Boozed Pod. That's B-O-O-S-E-D Pod. If you would like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash boozedpod to make a contribution. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, get boozed. <laughs>